0: All right, y'all, it's part two um, of our previous episode um, where we were getting into our draft talk. Last where we left off was our defensive sleepers, um, Elijah. Yeah, so my last defensive sleeper is
1: another DB. It's JL Skinner from Boise. I like him a lot. He's, he plays safety. He's 6'4", 209. He is... He's kind of better than the build you want for a safety. Like if you're if you're looking for a safety, usually those guys are like they're definitely over six foot, but like you're kinda of like at the six one to six three. So like I think once you hit six four, it's like if you know how to use your body right, you can be an absolute stud no matter like yeah. he's almost almost like, how you pay. He kind of pro comps to be like J Ron Curse. Yeah,
2: like he's He's like a middle linebacker strong safety, but yeah. also has some coverage ability, like blankets, the tight ends but he also can come down and like, smoke you. In the yeah, he's, he's, <laughs> he hits people. He hits. He yeah. does not play around. I think he'd be perfect in one of those systems, like maybe New York. Yeah. Or Dallas he's, that uses... He's like,
1: definitely one of those safeties where it's like, or like if you Baltimore. pair him with another good safety... Like a coverage guy? Yeah. Maybe Baltimore with Kyle Hamilton. Yeah. Like, you're, you're, you're making some people yeah. hurt. Or
2: even, like, yeah, I think he can also play slot corner. Because, like, he has the, like, hips... He yeah, keep. he's
1: a lot of what he play it's like he, he plays puts, slot whenever it's like the tight end You probably slot. don't want him covering
2: like the deep third. Or yeah. like on the boundary. Like you don't want him being coverage guy, but like he could totally play linebacker in your nickel formation. Yeah. And and he he can can def- totally it's like he can
1: he can he can be your guy who goes up against the, the tight end, tight end <laughs> racer, yeah. Easily. Mm-hmm. And he can also be the guy that like if you need like a certain half of the field. So like if you have like you know, mm-hmm. if or you're running like man yeah like a cover two where it's like you have your man but you also have the guy behind him yeah the cover you got your zone. two routes on your side of the field yeah so yeah. I think it, it's I think he'd be, good he, he's definitely great for that especially with the size he's he's not regarded as a top safety mm-hmm. conference probably not on West and a lot of it yeah a lot of it's probably his conference just playing for Boise Boise's put out. Some studs. They they put out some studs, now. <laughs> D-Law. And I think J. L. Skinner's. He's coming up to be the next one. Watch him
2: come to Dallas, man.
1: Leighton Van Der Esch and
2: Demarcus Lawrence and I, Kellen Moore. I didn't even think about <laughs> that. Yeah. We crazy. love our Boise State players. Um, that's interesting. I really like him. I really like him. And if we didn't pay Donovan Wilson, then I would really like him. Um, I think he's a great player. Yeah. So I got some. I got another DB. Uh, this guy was like probably the standout of one of the standouts of the uh, South Carolina defense last year. Cam Smith um, and his teammate Darius Rush. I kind of feel like I have to talk about both of them because they're you both kinda do, so like they're, good. They're so South Carolina good. is needs to be regarded as one of the corner factories of America. Put out Stephon know? Gilmore. Put out J. C. Hey, Horn. Now Cam Smith and Darius Rush. Israel McQuamo on the now Cowboys is. a just kind of emerging as, a, as an upcoming corner as well, as safety. Um, he was again that 6'4 build, so you're trying to see first of all just corners who are bigger, and the DBs who are bigger yeah. have success. Darius Rush is. Uh, I'm so sorry, Cam Dari- uh, Smith, South Carolina, other side. He has that similar to uh, Stephon and Diggs uh, kind of route running ability when he played in high school uh, and in college at South Carolina. It switched over. To, to corner to play, and he's one of those guys where you watch him play, he's, like, running the route for uh, the wide receiver. Yeah. He is, like, in the place before the guys, the balls are like right there. He just knows exactly he where it's going. He, he was good. He, he was knows so good. that you're running good. an out route, and he's going to yeah. jump it. He he's literally talked about modeling his game at, on defense as Stephon Diggs, which is a really odd combination. Yeah. Um, That's crazy. He, yeah. He, he, like, prides himself on, like, his almost, like, mirrored yeah. route running. Yeah, uh, innocent, which is a really that. interesting way to think about corner. And then I got another guy, uh, Byron Young, Tennessee. He got invited to like twelve teams pro days. Uh, I'm so sorry, twelve teams, um, thirty visits. Uh, outside linebacker and six two two fifty. He's not a good. Reign of four four. Oh wow. Yeah, plays edge. One of the uh, one of the better sack artists in the SEC. Not Will Anderson level, but definitely a late day two, early day three pick. Probably late. Probably day two, I'd say, would it'd be when he goes. And so, yeah, got the production, played at a big school SEC, but he's got that freak athleticism that just gets guys picked early. Yeah. Um, and k- kind of reminds me, like, Jamin Davis level, like, jump in his draft stock. Yeah. Um, but I really am interested to see. Hopefully, where he he's goes. better than Jamie Davis. Yeah, but to get eleven teams want you to come visit their building after the combine, it's a lot. Um, so, just keep that in mind. It's a player that you could see kind of go earlier than maybe expected, just because it's so aware that. Yeah. Like, I mean, you could you could never have too many two hundred fifty pound four four running players. At the very worst, he can play special teams.
1: Yeah, he'd be good on that. Yeah. Special teams. Yeah, he?
2: but if you can turn this guy into like. Uh, this is Darius Smith. That's kind of his like build. That's kind of his play style. Just tear it up, run through you, pass yeah. rusher, power moves. So I really right. like him. And he's got the athleticism to be like an elite player. So now we've kind of covered our sleepers, covered some risers and fallers, some <laughs> teams we think could be involved in a trade-up. Let's get to the most exciting part of draft season, and that is... Your favorite player We're going to get Ryan Our host involved on this As he has been doing His own research And J.B. Fulton World's best Georgia fan As well To give his input On favorite players Let's start with Ryan Let's have you go
3: first
0: Okay um, So My favorite player And I guess this is Just based off of Kind of where my team's at In the draft Of like a realistic pick Um, honestly I really do like Nolan Smith Um, the more that I look at it um, I would love for us to what we mentioned there's a lot of good second and third round receivers that y'all mentioned Um, and what I said actually in a previous podcast episode on the Giants is we don't have a lot of depth Um, when Kayvon and Aziz get out we don't really have any guys to back up our pass rush so that's when we would start losing games, um, if any of those guys missed. So it would be really nice to yeah. pair that up, especially just depth-wise. That's just a, a factor that I think needs to go into our draft uh, yeah. pick. I think so. y'all have
2: kind of built the house those last couple of years because the right way to build a football team is through your offensive line, your defensive line, yeah. and y'all addressed your defensive line and then start and then went heavy into O-line and then kind of bounced back and hit that D-line again next or last year, past couple of years. With Naiv yeah. and Aziz and Kayvon, you already have, like, two studs and Leonard and Dexter up front. You have, like, the house is built. Yeah. Now you've got to go get your playmakers. Yeah. Like, we are kind of the opposite. Like, we have our playmakers, and we need the house to be built. Yeah. You have an all-pro in the middle, and you have a top-five pick on the left, and you got a pretty good damn good pass rusher on the right. Yeah. Now you need to go get your, like, auxiliary, like, let's give Wink Martindale this guy and let him game plan exactly how we're going to get this dude to get interceptions, first fumbles, sacks. You need your um, Tyron Matthew kind of player. You need your lockdown corner. You also need, like, a playmaking linebacker. But he could be your pass rusher. Kind of like a Micah Parsons model, not just saying because of Dallas. If you could get him to play that role,
1: yeah, it'd be great. What do you think about uh, Elijah for your favorite player? Um, My favorite player, it's kind of not biased, but he's one of those top players it's will anderson Mm -hmm. i love will anderson he obviously played like at one of the best schools with alabama and he showed that he was one of the best players like they had a guy last year who lost his job to him as a sophomore yeah like he don't see sophomores when he he jobs at alabama and and you're at alabama and you're losing your job to a sophomore, that means he has to have something. I mean, he's 6'4", 253, playing the edge. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit slower than you were expecting him to run that 40. But he plays a lot faster than what that 40 was. And I will, I do think once he gets to the NFL, it's going to be a little different for him. Um, he won't have that power and, as much power and speed on, on those tackles as he did in college. Still has it, though. <coughs> But yeah, he'll definitely have it, and uh, he's he's just he's just proven that he's been really good his whole entire career.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, no, I agree. I like him a lot. I think he needs to learn a little bit about like how to actually play the position. But his like he's kind of like Trayvon Walker from last year. Yeah, just has everything you could ever want. He's like the prototype built in a lab edge. Yeah, or outside linebacker. So if you could find a way to put them in the system, yeah, it could be Hall of Famer by the, the screw. Absolutely. Okay, JB, who is your favorite player? I would assume it's probably from Georgia. Maybe you're going to throw me a curveball here uh, in this draft class.
3: Well, um, actually I feel like this is a little bit of a sin, but I'm going to go with another Alabama player, and that's Jameer Gibbs. Uh, he's a Georgia kid at heart, uh, started off with Georgia Tech, but ended up transferring to Alabama, and he was fantastic this past year. In uh, my, my opinion, was probably the worst Alabama team in the past seven or eight years. He single-handedly won them a couple of games. He won them the Texas game. He had a huge run in the Texas game, um, was huge in the Iron Bowl. Uh, he's just built for today's NFL he's uh, so shifty and quick I mean he has the speed a lot of people think he's RB2 in my opinion he might be a shade better than B. John Robinson I know they're two completely different types of running back mm-hmm. but what Jameer Gibbs offers in the receiving aspect I think just makes him so versatile when it comes to the NFL and I think he can shine in, a, in any high powered offense the NFL.
2: He did nearly lead Alabama in both receiving and rushing last year. He was like <laughs> exactly. 200 yards. Kid. He right. had like in he, an had, he had like four. The, wow. the, the leading receiver in Alabama had like six or 700 yards. I think he was at like 550. I want to say, or maybe maybe it was a little less than that. Maybe I'm mistaken. But I think at one point in the season, he was both their leading receiver and leading running back. That's, that's, but yeah, no, there is consideration the the about. Season. Excuse me. He, he was up. To, oh yeah, no, he was. He was yeah. Uh, that Texas, if you want to watch some of the best running back film ever, go watch Texas versus Alabama at Dar- uh, Darrell K. Royal Stadium. That was a showdown of Bijan and Jameer, and they were the stars show. Yeah, yeah, that literally yeah. was all that. Bijan Robinson has a catch where he runs a wheel route, uh, fakes it in, <coughs> takes it up the sideline, adjusts his body in midair, grabs a ball over his shoulder, 50 yards. Jameer also had like a 65-yard play. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs nice. is easy. Yeah, elite speed,
1: He's definitely faster Alvin Kamara. easy, number two. Possibly, like he said, at that number one, maybe even a little better. Just watching how effective
2: he was on Bryce Young's dump off, plays that were blown up, just thrown to Jameer Gibbs, turn into 55-yard plays and touchdowns. Specifically in the Kansas State game, there's a report that came out, um, and I'll get to my guy quickly, but they were saying that they looked at the – Kansas State came out and punched him in the mouth. It was like 14-0 or 10-0 to start the game. They panned over to the, the Alabama sideline. This reporter said that every player had their head down because they didn't make the college football playoff. They had to play Kansas State. They got punched in the mouth except for one dude, one guy, Jameer Gibbs, was like firing everyone up. Who was our everyone already had their head down? Goes out, returns the kickoff forty yards, then falls it up by a fifty-five
1: yard touchdown. The next play, yeah, just like stud. Yeah, he just carried his team. He's he's he kind of like reminds me of like the high school players. Like it's like when you have that stud in high school, it's. Every other play is like, oh, he got a fifty-yard yeah. run. Oh, he got a fifty-five-yard run. Mm-hmm. Like it's, he's got like that easy like breakaway speed. Yeah. Like it's like as soon as he gets that open gap, he's gone. <laughs> yeah, he can go
2: from full speed to dead stop to back to full speed in two seconds. So he's, yeah, Bijan Robinson is is an elite running back prospect. But there are teams that think probably Jameer Gibbs is better, and you could make an argument for it. I'm not gonna make that argument but I'd love Jameer Gibbs in any high-powered offense. Um, wow. Well, my favorite player, um, I think Jameer Gibbs might be one of my favorite players as well. I really like Darnell Washington. I think he's a very interesting case. Um, six foot seven, 265, tight end. People were thinking they could maybe move him to tackle. Um, he's the best blocker probably in this draft class. Um, just in pure strength, he has super long arms. I think he's almost 36-inch arms. He can get out, second level, reach guys, puts him in the ground. And puts him in the ground, jumps on top of them. He's nasty. Everything you want in a tight end, an inline blocker. And then not to mention, you have a 4'6 running, 6'7, 270 pound tight end. That, that who, sounds made up. Who can yes. who can run balls and catch balls on the seam? There's a play <laughs> he made against Alabama, I believe it was this year in the championship game where he was double covered in the end zone and Bryce, Scho- or I'm sorry, sets and Bennett throws the ball about a foot above the receiver's head and he's so much taller than he grabs it from him almost like a child grabbing it from, or grabbing it from
1: the ball from a child, like reaching yeah. over their head and pulling it. Yeah, you no, know, he, not, that's is, my, that's my he is a literal Giant. freak. Yeah. <laughs> like, that guy is humongous. And like, the fact that he plays tight end so he has that catching ability, like, it's literally as if you took a tackle and mm-hmm. said go run this route not only is he running the route but he has that decent speed he has a speed that like it's not it's not game changing mm-hmm. like your michael mayer or something like them would have or like like i don't think he's ever going to be travis kelsey no in the catching game but for but, six and the tight end is fast. i mean Yeah, if you're already six five, now you you throw this guy another two inches, and he's six seven. How many college players, college tight ends, do you see
2: averaging sixteen yards a catch? Although he only had thirty catches, that's his big play potential is crazy. He's super hard to bring down. He's a demon in the red zone. He's fast. He's strong. He's big. He's tall. He can block. His ceiling is and quite that, far that blocking
1: his. is probably the best thing
2: about him. because he's
1: interesting. That's in play. that's something that a lot of tight ends don't have. You put you could get him
2: to put on thirty pounds and you could throw him at one of your tackles. Yeah. You don't have to. Thirty five, probably forty pounds, actually, because he's two seven. You probably need to get it like three oh five. And he, but you could get him out there, like you could have him play tackle. Sounds insane, but anyway, crazy player. So he's very interesting. And then real quick, this is just take thirty seconds each of you guys. Who is your favorite pairing? So your match made in heaven. It could be for your team, <laughs> um, it could be for your rivals team, maybe something you do want to see, maybe something you don't want to see because you think it would be so good. Who do you guys think are perfect fits? I think. Do you want to start, Elijah?
1: Yeah. So my perfect pair is Anthony Richardson to Seattle at five. I think he. I think that's just perfect for him because you go in, you're not going to be the starter right away. And he doesn't need to be a starter right away. He if he goes there, he gets to sit behind Gino, who Gino this past year proved that he could be a good quarterback. And he was he was actually like a, a top four guy. Like he was, he was playing really good this season. Yeah. So I mean, obviously when you're behind someone like Russell Wilson, there's a you're not gonna get to play much and that kind of showed. But like, he's still good. Mm-hmm. So I think Putting Anthony Richardson behind them where he's like, "Look, this is what you have to do to be like a good quarterback." Plus, you add in Anthony Richardson 6'4", 244, runs fast. He can like he has a great running ability. He might possibly end up becoming a better Cam Newton. He has the. He has a whole entire potential to become His a the better. Yeah, every candidate. trait you could ever want. Yeah, and I think putting him there, letting him learn behind Geno Smith for, what, two, three years, if you want, mm-hmm. and then he can take on that, like, Patrick Mahomes type role where now it is, okay, I sat behind, learned the offense, learned how to play better. Let me go out and show that I can be a starter here. Mm-hmm. There's something to also be said about yeah. Picarrell's ability
2: just to keep yeah. uh, quarterbacks play at like a high level like he just he doesn't have bad quarterback play even in the, the times uh, even in Russ's uh, older years he still was able to get his best seasons out of him um, so he figured it out with Geno and I think that that would almost be like a gr- I think you're right that's a great landing spot it might be a little too rich for my taste I don't think I would take it rich in the top 5 just because it is such a shot in the dark I feel like we've seen this story multiple times, and it's so hard to say no to it.
1: Yeah, I I think that's the biggest thing. Is it's like it's not going to be that they want to, but it's like, and someone's going to be sitting there like, "Hey, man, this guy's a unicorn." Yeah, but really, he could just be a horse with a glued-on
0: horn. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. Okay, perfect. I love that analogy, Ryan. Um, Yeah, my perfect pairing uh, for the Giants, New York Football Giants, would have to be. Mississippi State cornerback, Emmanuel Forbes. Yeah. Uh, I would love him on our defense. I, I think that would be an awesome fit. We've needed a, a corner for a while. Uh, Dory Jackson, uh, don't get me wrong, love the boy. But, um, uh, you know, he's he's on his way out of the league more, more closer than, you know, most guys. Um, so I really think he would be a really good playmaker for us, especially yeah. with our defensive uh, D-line talent. I, yeah, I love him as a player. Super tall. a lot of pick sixes for us. Yeah, really
2: tall, really skinny. If he could put on, like, maybe 15 pounds, he'd be great. Because he is, on, I mean, he's got, what is he? Yeah, six foot one, 166 pounds. Yeah, um, definitely. So, but I'm I think better. at the combine he tested, it's 6'2", as what I'm saying here. Yeah, so taller than his ESPN profile.
1: Yeah, I think I think the only thing you have to worry about there is, I mean, he's a toothpick, thin quarterback. Yeah, he's he's <laughs> just a small guy. But yeah. I mean, Sixteen
2: interceptions in, in six pick
1: sixes in three seasons. Is
0: and think about undeniable. it. Think about it. is yeah. already small, so Dory yeah. plays ball, and man, he's not yeah. a tall guy. He's, he's under tall, six feet, but he's like just—he's just like skinny. Like he's gonna get muscled away. Like I
1: couldn't—I can't put him on a DK. DK is going to absolutely tear him. <laughs> that's yeah, fair. and
2: that's the thing. It's like the the size isn't bad. So like he's not gonna get beat. He has the, he has the speed. He has the four three speed. He has the height to play corner, but he doesn't have like the strength to stand in. Yeah. Off release and, and chip a guy. So that's what you just gotta put weight on him. Tariq Wollin was also Yeah, I size. think I
1: think he ends up putting on that
2: weight but and easily becoming a Undeniably one of the corner. best ball hawk prospects we've seen yeah. out of the draft. I mean the production in, in colleges is uh, unreal. Uh, just in terms of like I said, sixteen interceptions, six pick sixes. Yeah. Three in He's, most recent season. That is unreal. Six touchdowns on defense.
1: He he was good.
2: Okay. All right, uh, J.B., who is your, your favorite pairing and why?
3: Well, personally, I would really love to see Nolan Smith in Philadelphia, reunited with some former Bulldogs, Jordan Davis and Kobe Dean. Uh, I just really think that he could elevate uh, what is already a great defense, uh, obviously going to the Super Bowl this year. Uh, but Nolan, outside of being a great player, is just such a great leader. Uh, he was hurt the entire second half of the season, but he really acted like an extra defensive staff member, honestly. He was always out there encouraging his players. and I mean, the, everyone loves him. Uh, the media availability at the NFL Combine, I don't know if y'all heard what he had to say, but...
2: About Jalen Carter?
3: It, it was real. About uh, about Devin Willick, and um, it was awesome. So I think Nolan Smith, very high IQ football player. Uh, he was the number one recruit out of high school for a reason, and I think that he could shine in Philly. Yeah,
0: that would make that defense a little more scarier. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's uh, when I
2: had when I had mentioned that it could be a player you would love to see at a good team, or a player you'd be terrified to see on and a good team. That don't is want a, him, um, I do not want to have to play against Owen Smith. Might pop up uh, twice a year for the next ten years. I would like to uh, turn that down. Um, yeah, so just to wrap up our show here, uh, my perfect pair is a player we already touched on, so I won't get too far into him uh, about you know everything about the player. We already kind of went over his background as far as everything goes with that. Uh, Jameer Gibbs. I would love to see Jameer Gibbs in a Dallas Cowboys jersey. I think he is a perfect fit to what is missing. What is everything wrong with Dallas Cowboys offense? Um, what is a uh, good scheme is lacking speed, and you saw them already address that this offseason with the signing of Brandon Cooks. I'm sorry, the trade up for Brandon Cooks, uh, as well as some of the releases they made on offense um, of slower, less explosive athletes. I think if you partnered him with Tony Pollard, who's also a home run hitter at running back, you could have one of the most dangerous backs in the NFL. As y'all touched on, the receiving ability is unreal. Um, the uh, run after catch ability is top tier. He doesn't have the size you would love from a running back one, but the worry about that would maybe be that he gets worn down fast. But if you have Tony Pollard and him, your alternating carries, if you gave Jameer Gibbs 15 touches a game, you could have Jameer Gibbs be a top-tier player for seven, eight years. You know, the wear and tear is not there. It's not – a lot of Cowboys fans are afraid to spend a first-round pick on a running back after the Zeke situation, but – seem to forget that Zeke was getting 28 carries a game for the first three years in the in his career. Yeah. Whereas Alvin Kamara is like still really good because his first couple years, he wasn't getting the... Uh, the it wasn't go- get, I he wasn't was getting... He was only getting 200 the carries. Ca- he, yeah, if, so if you gave Jameer Gibbs nine carries, six targets a game, you would see him have some yeah. monster games with just that minimal stat line. So I think it'd be an awesome fit for a team that's trying to move to West Coast offense. And like I said, it would give Dallas that explosive game-breaker that they so badly need to complement yep. the likes of CD and Brandon Cooks. And a lot of Dak to act, have a safety valve as, as far as a running back and someone who can just have one play touchdown drives. You just need that in the NFL today. Kind of like Isaiah Pacheco. It's kind of who I think he reminds me of a little bit. Not just the long air, but... Well, it's um, also like,
1: even just with uh, a, lot of, a lot of... Well, not a lot, but a good bit of some of what I was seeing last year from Dallas was two running back place or you had one on each side mm-hmm. that opens up a whole new playbook when you can trust that hey if I throw this guy out deep and I throw the other guy out deep both running backs can catch it deep if they need to mm-hmm. and they're equally dangerous as, yeah as far as breaking off huge plays yeah instead of like where last year would have been okay I know I need to watch Pollard if Zeke gets his like a five yard drop he might not even catch it yeah or he's gonna get two more yards of fall yeah Tony could take it we're like sixty. Whereas Tony, yeah, you're like you're sitting there. You're like, okay, I either need to grab this guy or he's going 60, 70 yards for a possible touchdown.
2: Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, those are my uh, perfect pairings, and um, yeah.
0: So that's it. Yeah. So um, good stuff on our um, final episode, and uh, the last perfect. one will be coming up, and uh, we'll be talking about our draft takes. Uh, thank you for watching.